Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. Um, what's happening, TJ Legacy Cole? Salute to you, King. Salute to the Soapbox Podcast. Um, the Soapbox Podcast is an independent black media podcast, and they talk hip-hop, politics, pop culture, mental health, social justice, a lot of my favorite subjects. Um, check them out, man. Tune in. Subscribe to them. You never know. I'm, I'm out here looking at all the different podcasts that are moving and shaking out here because, you know, I got the Black Effect Podcast Network, so I'm going to be checking y'all out, TJ. All right? Keep working. Yes, Charlemagne the God. We are working. We're still building. Welcome to the Soapbox Podcast. I am your host, TJ Legacy, and we are live and in full effect. It's not Thursday. It's Wednesday. For those who are watching us, happy Cinco de Mayo. For those who celebrate, we are here with the crew. Uh, as you can see, in, in all of our glory, what's going on uh, all the way from up north, the lady of the north, what's going on? Uh, Jesse, what's up? What's popping? Can you hear me? Because I'm always on mute. It's very awkward. Yes, I can hear. I, yes, we yes we can hear you. And all the way from Tallahassee on the hill, what's going on, Giovanni? Nothing much. Happy to be here. What's up, y'all? What's What's going on? And Alan, all the way from the NYC, what's going on, homeless millionaire? Yo, what's the word? What's the word? I'm feeling good, man. TJ, how you feeling? Yo, man. I yo, I'm actually feeling good. Went to the gym today. Drinking my my fruit smoothie. I was just saying uh, earlier off off air that I was looking at Giovanni's outfit, and, our, and first of all, our ladies look lovely as 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 ever today on this episode. Shout out shout out to y'all. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> but I was talking about um, I was like Giovanni's fit makes me want to go to the beach. I haven't been to the beach in forever, so I definitely want to see if I can take a trip out there now that you know. Uh, Ron DeSantis and the Florida governor has, you know, declared that COVID is over. Um, so I was just like, hmm, I might as well just social distance on the beach somewhere. What about y'all? Hey, y'all got any plans, anything special or anything that y'all got planned for in the future? Anything that y'all plan on doing? I'm trying to be outside. <laughs> Speaking of, you've been outside. If y'all follow Jesse at Andrade Me, Jesse done had the baby and don't know how to act. She don't stay home. She is out here <laughs> living her best life. No, <laughs> living her life. Good. I'm trying to be outside. If I could bring my baby with me, he coming with me. If I'm gonna need you, I'm gonna need you not to bring your baby to the bar with a backpack. Like it just does that. Really? Huh? You said you could bring your baby with you. N not to a bar. Oh, okay. I was, I was just, you know. No, we're not checking. doing that over here. We outside, but we're not doing all that. Yes, and your birthday was last week. Yes, it was. So, so what did you end up doing for your birthday? My girls took me out to a brunch in Lowell. It was at this spot called Estafania. And what they do is like, they have like different type of themes. So the theme mm -hmm. was Selena. They didn't even know how much I love Selena. Like my boyfriend, he'll be like, everything, anything for my Selena's. I love Nisi Selena since I was very young. So it was like super, super dope. You know, they played like a lot of Selena music. There was a DJ there. He played different types of music. We got stupid drunk because they had a bar. They had like this tower of mimosas and they had like just crazy ass drinks. So it was it was a good time. That's and you made it a point. You was like, I want it all. Just give me give me all the mimosas. They knew, they knew because let me tell you something. From the moment that I got pregnant, I was like, I want to get drunk. So they already knew what time I was on, okay? 
they did just that. And let me tell you, they did not disappoint. So shout out to my girls. They know who they are. Okay. Okay. Shout out to them because you had the baby and was like on your mark. <laughs> Let's go. But well, that's good. That's good that you uh I know that feeling, Jess. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. You know yeah. Javon, Javon, what's going on, what's going on with you? Session is over. So Giovanni's mm -hmm. out here living her look with the with the dress oh, and the hat. She's she ready to go on vacation. Right. She looking like a jungle. I'm ready. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. Yes, I'm ready to go on vacation, mm -hmm. but I'm still super busy with um just working on my own personal business and things like that. But I do plan on going on vacation for my birthday hey. at the end of this month. Yes, I am a Gemini, the one that you all love and secretly hate. the nicest Gemini I've ever met. I've never I met a Gemini I, like. I didn't know that. I'm a Gemini, and I don't understand why everybody has problems with Geminis. So, Girl. you know, whatever that issue is. But um, shout out to all my Geminis. I will be dropping my cash app for all of my lovely followers and football fans on here when my birthday comes up. So cash app name. <laughs> um, but yeah, TJ, so that's that's what's been up with me. Where are you thinking of headed? I mean, I'm not gonna be there. I'm not gonna like show up, but like I'm gonna tell there. people when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Like yeah. Real 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 G's moving silent. Knowledge, yeah, you know, because I don't need nobody popping up. <laughs> see, and that's why I preface my comedy. See, you gotta be fellas, you gotta be smart when you have a conversation, you gotta let them know. I'm not showing up, I just trying to make conversation <laughs> to figure out where you're gonna be, you know. But ladies, if, if you're smart, you that you don't believe that, and you're just gonna go with the Giovanni play regardless. Let's mm -hmm. to be announced. Yeah, it's True. to be announced. Thank you, thank you. What about you, A? I know you've been on the uh, the cleansing the cleansing diet. It was it was veggie, uh, all uh, vegan diet. Then it was all water. How's that going? Yeah, it's been going good, man. Um, funny story. I was well. I am extending my vegan journey two more weeks. Um, I had to break it today because, long story short, I accidentally and I know y'all not gonna believe this. I accidentally got sent a margarita pizza last oh. night. <laughs> So <laughs> no, I accidentally get sent a pizza. So let me tell you. So I ordered. So what I was I was craving like some sort of sandwich. So I have a vegan spot that I order via Uber Eats. So I ordered. Um, it was like a Beyond Meat, uh, Beyond Meat uh, Italian sandwich, and like there's vegan mac and cheese and panada. That's what I ordered. An hour later, you know they drop it off on my doorstep. Social distance. I open my door. And this a big, huge box. So I have so many questions at that point. I'm like, first off, did the person not even see what they were supposed to get? Because there's no way you can think that a uh, Beyond Meatball sandwich mm -hmm. would look like a pizza box. Mm -hmm. So I call the place. I say, hey, I ordered all of this vegan stuff. You guys sent me a pizza. There's nothing I can do with it. It was yeah. like, so it was like, you know what? Yeah, we had an Uber person came in here, took everyone's orders. We just got five back-to-back -back calls. Just order the cheapest thing on the menu. We'll reimburse you and send you what you were supposed to get. Cool, that happened. So now I'm taking a poll. 
um, amongst my close friends, like, yo, now I have this unaccounted for mar margarita pizza. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with it. That was God. So, so, so I, you know, so what I initially was going to do is I was going to like, just give it to the next delivery person that was delivering the vegan stuff. Like, yo, if you want this, the reason why you're back here is because y'all fucked up my order. You can have this pizza. I didn't do it. Everyone said, nobody's you're taking away pizzas like you need on brown. Like, you yeah. Just <laughs> Long story short, everyone told me that no one's going to take the pizza and just eat the fucking pizza. And so today I ate the pizza. And tomorrow I'm back vegan again. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Oh, so last night you did have the vegan food. Yes, because I was holding out. I'm like, yo. So instead of just throwing away the pizza, you ate it. Yes. Yeah, it's so, hard for me to throw away food too. Yeah. But you was just so you know what's funny is because he was probably just chilling in a, in his spot and that vegan and that margarita pizza was just like, come on, Alan. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I fought it off. Like, I even fought it off last night. I didn't even eat it. And then I woke up this morning like, I, there's no way that I can just throw out a fresh margarita. For free. For free. Margarita pizza is no way that I can do this. This is not how I was raised. This is not the man that my mother groomed me to be. Exactly. Like, I, I, I'm mad that you said that you started off your comment that you were forced. That is nothing about that story. It, it was, you, you, were, you were forced to do nothing. I was forced. I was forced by the by the uh, starvation ratio in the United States. I did not want to throw out the food. Yo, did y'all hear that there's a chicken shortage? Yes. What? I, yeah, they've been saying that for some minute ever since Popeyes They're, dropped the chicken. <laughs> he said that. She said she got hers. He said y'all ain't hear that from me. But the commentary for the people not watching just saying has a nice wing. But you know what? Um, yeah, this didn't happen in Trump's America, but Biden's America. There's a chicken shortage. There, there might be a little. There might be a conspiracy in that, so to speak. Like, how does that happen? TJ, I like Biden. Just so you know, he was getting some tacos and enchiladas, and he talked about how he don't really know what Republicans be doing. And like, I'm really feeling. I'm really feeling he was doing what? He was getting tacos and enchiladas, and they asked him something about something, and he was like, I don't know what Republicans be doing. I don't know about that. And you know what? I was like, you know what, Biden? I like you. Besides the stimulus you gave us, I like you. <laughs> That's your requirement for president? He gave me money, and he eats tacos. Period. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a swell guy. Period. Listen, sounds like a Tinder profile to me. Right. Give me money and feed me tacos. Look, we have look. Shout out to Soapbox Nation. Soapbox Nation says, "How do you have a chicken shortage?" We have, Soapbox Nation is concerned. Uh, yeah, all I know is Bojangles is coming back to. Yeah, all these little restaurants, sneaky restaurants, are showing up in um, Orlando. We just got a, Orlando's got a white, a, a, the largest White Castle in, That's in the country. So Y'all yeah. got a White Castle? I don't think. No, I don't think. Um, I've never had it. Had a White Castle? Not that I know about. I've never, I've never had White Castle. I don't, I don't know what it is. If it's anything like crystals, then it's, then it's, it's not nasty. That deep. It's, it's a what? I said it's not that deep. That's what. That's what, that's what it it's, is. Not that it's, deep. It's not. It's not like. I heard people it's, were it's in line for hours. Look. Yeah, it's like um, it's like crystals premium. Put it that way. I don't know. What that mm. is. So, so essentially, what 
and I think you a lot of yeah, so and I think um, the majority of the hype around it is just nostalgia. You know, a lot of people from Central Florida are, are actually from Central Florida. They're from yeah. the Northeast, and White Castle is just something that we kind of grew up on. So it's more nostalgia than um, quality, I would say. I haven't had White Castle in years. Uh, I don't have nothing against it. I just am not yeah. that drunk. I lived right down well, the street from a White Castle when I lived in Brooklyn, and I never had it. Never. So I don't know what White Castle tastes like. But Claudia, well, so they're saying that is I I always assumed that it was like drunk food. There's certain food that just tastes better when you just when you're drunk, you know, and just yes. you just kind of scarf it down. It sucks up the alcohol, and then it is it is what it is. Like checkers, 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 checkers during the day. I don't eat checkers during the day. Checkers is drunk food for sure. Checkers is drunk food. Them fries is hitting. Them cheese. Oh, yeah, the fries, the fries, yeah, the fries is hitting, but the, 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 the fries, the fries gotta hit afterwards. After after you get out of the club or you've been drinking, it tastes much better. No, yeah. yeah. I can agree with that. There's certain food that definitely tastes better when you're drunk, but mm -hmm. I've had checkers sober and it was bomb. I even here in Massachusetts, they don't have a checkers. They used mm -hmm. to, but they don't have one here. And I buy checkers fries frozen. And I fry them, and they're bomb. While I'm sober, just saying. You, you, you freeze your checkers? No, like they literally sell checkers fries in the freezer. That's not the same. For some reason, it's not the same. Checkers fries at checkers. You think I got to get the whole checkers experience? First of all, I got to be in that long ass line. Okay. Right, just so that the hunger and the alcohol can continue to slosh, and then and then they gotta I gotta have the rude girl at the counter. It's like. Uh, is this your order? Right. I gotta get the full experience with checkers. Listen, you gotta get the full and still say how much is it? <laughs> and then I gotta, and then I gotta sit there and play. Let's make a deal for some extra sauce. You, you see and, what I'm yeah, and not only that, pull up with spinning wheels, playing their music. Yeah, you got a concert. You yeah, got a, you got a show. Why right. homeless man gonna knock on your window and ask can he get a burger? Yeah, the whole checkers experience is wow. is just something that is delightful that you just need that you know I love. You know, well, let me tell you, I'm about to be in Florida in a few weeks. And okay, see if it lives up to what you guys are saying. Okay, Where, are you are are you gonna reveal what part of Florida? Or are you gonna be as mysterious know. as Giovanni? No, <laughs> that's where I went to high school. That's whenever I go to Florida, it's always. Either Miami, if you know I'm trying to party, or Orlando, or um, Poinciana. Hey, oh. Poinciana. Hey. Yes, I was a Poinciana. Hey. Well, you know I Orlando. Still in the house. Yes, oh seven. <laughs> or Orlando. <laughs> okay, but yo, <laughs> y'all heard me. Orlando is back open. Jess. they're not. No, they are. You see, it's about to be late. Well, it'll be open though. I've been to Tampa. Tampa was yeah. way open. Tampa was too open. It made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I was down at Ebor. You know, yeah, I was it's at Ebor. I had my mask on. Everybody looking at me like I was sick. I was like, Wait, no, y'all not wearing no damn mask out here. TJ, look at the yeah. last comment about what castle is the equivalent 
to Waffle House. First of all, Giovanni, shout out to you because okay. you brought me to my first Waffle House, okay? And that shit was- Oh, I did. I did. What? What was this? I'm assuming that you're giving a positive feedback to Liam Robinson because- That's Bad Tie. Shout out to Bad Tie on the multiverse. Yes, and we had homie making us freaking balloon, uh, remember? And the waffles were spanking, so please explain. I don't know what he's trying to say. Y'all are from um Orlando, so can y'all explain that statement? No, he's from, no, he's from up, from up north. Yo, I, I have a, uh, Alan, did you hear this? What? Yes. Because if my calculations serve me correctly, this is when we had our live show, correct? Mm-hmm. So you don't took Jesse to Wava House on yeah. my birthday, which was the last show, which was our oh, last show. Y'all were Girl. doing something else. That no, this was something else. You, you said what, Jess? They were doing something else. They went somewhere, remember? Y'all did something else that day. Yeah, I think no, y'all didn't. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> see how we be trying to, oh, uh, remember? You don't remember what happened? And she tried to no. nudge just to, just to, just to lie to her. It's a lie. Nah. I definitely was doing something that day. Trust me. If I can go back to oh, the- I don't really remember, but I <laughs> And Giovanni's like, look, I don't too much care. I took her to Waffle House. Y'all didn't go. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but Waffle House is good and Waffle House, yeah. It is. Yeah. Waffle House is busting. Mm, mm. Yo, speaking of, shout out to Soapbox Nation. Thank y'all for listening, watching, streaming, all that good stuff uh, for this month and beyond. We appreciate y'all. Make sure that um, you tell your friend and tell a friend to tell a friend and to tell their uh, ex-girl or whatever to make sure that they follow us on IG, on all the streaming services, Facebook, like our page, and our new YouTube channels in the link in the description. Go like our YouTube channel. Uh, subscribers are definitely uh, appreciated. But today, y'all, it is Cinco de Mayo uh, for those who, who celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Um, and I wanted to ask you, I, I've never liked Cinco de Mayo in the professional work setting because y'all ever go to a Cinco de Mayo potluck at y'all job? No. No. You have, Giovanni? Mm-mm. It's one of the most uncomfortable shit that you will ever be. It's so much cultural appropriation. Yeah. This is what you see at your, at the office. You walk in the office, hey, good morning, and this <laughs> is the shit that you see at the job. <laughs> and you like, it's and I'm like, Yo, what's the deal? So I don't know. I've always looked at Cinco de Mayo as just like a big ass cosplay of cultural appropriation. Go ahead, Jess. Honestly, I was taught, and I can't remember where because I've I've had so many experiences, but I was taught that Cinco de Mayo is not what people think. Like, it's not about drinking beer. It's not about clothes. It's not about that. And that's honestly because of the way my brain works, especially when it comes to school. I don't really remember what it's about, but I know it's not about that. So I just want to point that out. We we definitely... uh... Appreciate that. Shout out to y'all still talking. So Soapbox Nation is continuously talking. We went on a tangent and went on to like foods that people like. And apparently people was just like, you know, still talking about food, talking about, oh, I bring chicken to the potluck. I don't do potlucks. And I think potlucks are one of those things that now that you have a pandemic, you look at it and you're like, yo, why? You like, oh, 
Now, why do we do that? Like, why do we have people bring food from their kitchen that you don't know what they did or cooked it or prepared? That's why the uh, the buffet industry is about to go down because oh nope, no one's going to have people just touching their food. You know what else is weird? Why do we have people blow out birthday candles? That shit is weird, too, post-pandemic. wish. Uh, yeah, but you also <laughs> blowing your coronavirus breath all over them damn candles. And so that needs to stop. I don't think people will stop. I mean, I, I don't know, but just, I guess. Hey, so you want us to fan the candles? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just give me, a, give me an individual cupcake for myself, and y'all just have that community cake over there with no candles. That now, y'all what you do that. is you just hold the cake up, and then you just do a spin move. Just spin, spin, keep <laughs> on spinning until it goes out. And then it's like pin the tail on the cake. It's like pin, pin the tail I'm on the donkey. Two birds, one stone. You know I like that, Alan. Ingenuity. You just going to spin around with the cake? The yeah, cake. just spin around with the cake until the fire goes out. And then you pin the tail on the donkey. And then it's just like a cross section of birthday shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I bet. Yo, did y'all... Um, Speaking of, we have a new person that has, has joined the tribe of the, the Big Brother tribe. Uh, did y'all see the story with Will Smith? Will Smith came out on some body positivity. And this is how Will Smith looks like, look what he looks like right now. gut. I don't know what the problem is, but okay. Will Smith got a little gut. He's not as toned as he was in the movie Ali or whatever. But um, you Look. know, he's not at his, his physical peak, but he is determined. He put that he posted that picture and he's determined to to get in shape and he made an announcement and posted that picture. And now I guess Will Smith is the poster child for male body positivity. Period. Wait, time that's, that's not fair though. Honestly, let me just say something. Me, I love Will Smith. My kids will tell you that I watch Fresh Prince every single day, even though I know like practically all the episodes. I love some Fresh Prince, so shout out to me. But I think Fresh Prince um, is overrated. Okay, your opinion. But, <laughs> but didn't Rihanna before this? Didn't Rihanna like have like um, models who, or, or maybe it wasn't Rihanna, but from my memory, which is all yes, it was. She had she plus size models, men. She did, right? So, I mean, I would say, like, she kind of, I mean, I don't know who started it, but I definitely I started it. You started it. <laughs> okay. But I definitely feel like Rihanna definitely had, like, a role in that as well. But, um, you know, like, shout out to Will Smith for being comfortable in his own skin, because in this day and age of social media, everybody mm -hmm. is picture perfect, and everybody... That's how you're supposed to look. Me yeah. personally, I can speak to that because I just had a baby, right? Two months ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm already like, damn, like, I need to go get, I need to do something. Like, the gym ain't really working for me. Like, you know, I need to do something. You know wow. what I'm saying? But how you know, listen, but you know why? It's because of social, social media. Social media plays such a major role in the way people look at themselves, especially <sighs> women. Yes or no? Yes no, or no? Sure. Look at look mm -hmm. at all the major platforms as far as like fashion goes. Everybody's body is like picture perfect, and in reality, 
We don't all look like that. Not even Instagram say. models look like that. I was gonna say, like the 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 women's bodies that you look up to, thinking that you want to look like that, don't even look like that. I've seen them outside, and they're unrecognizable. Well, no. I personally, I personally would like to find out for myself. Okay, I don't want to take y'all word for it. So, any Instagram models that want to prove to me that y'all don't look like that in person, I'm here. And but you guys got it. But listen, it's a double thing because look, as a person, as someone who's a, a bigger person, right? Like there is no space for there's space for like this right here with Will Smith is Will Smith is out of shape, but he's not big. So this ain't like, oh, my God, he's not going on 600 and save my life, my 600 pound life. Right. So it's not he's he'll be in shape in like three months. That's he's not happy. he's happy. That's he's not happy. happy. That's stress. That's Jada stressing no, him out. That's a Jada. Not. He's chilling. He's comfortable. He's eating what he wants. He's living his life. He don't feel like going to the gym, so he's not going to the gym. Like, what's? I don't think there's nothing wrong with Will Smith's body the way he's looking right now. He looks yeah. happy. We're he not gonna do happy. that. Well, I would say this. No. The only thing I would say outside of the yeah. fact that. I thought someone leaked my news when I was like scrolling and saw this picture. I was like, they got me. They finally got me. God damn it. You but, identified yourself? Yes. I, I was like, oh, that's that's me, ain't it? So, but um, outside of that, I mean, he's kind of like actively telling us, yo, this is the biggest I've been and I would like to make a change. So in my head, that means that he's not happy with it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's, he's making a conscious effort to change what he what if he's you, seeing in the mirror. He's not happy because of social media. Because I don't think so, though. No, no. no. That's what I feel. If social media was displaying that body as like, oh, this is more sexy because this is that, he would have been fine with it. But that's not the norm on social media. That's what I was saying. I can guarantee you that he's living his best life. He's eating whatever foods he wants to eat. Okay, he's eating whatever he wants to eat. And he's living his life, period. But, but because social media tells you that that's not what you're supposed to look like, he's going to say, I'm not in the best shape of my life. He looks normal to me. No. I'll let you go. I think that Will is comparing himself to himself. Yeah. I think that's where the insecurity comes from. Nah. Or, I wouldn't even say insecurity. He's He hasn't expressed insecurity. He said that he wants to get back in shape. So as a person, as... Will is a person who's been in fairly good shape for over a decade now, even if he's just comparing himself to his body when when he was playing action heroes, when he was playing Ali. If you're used to seeing that every day, that's going to be in your, ingrained in your mind more than social media because you are your own body goals at that point because you have a point of reference of where you were and where you could be and where you are at now. You know what I'm saying? Ask anybody, ask anybody who's been ask anybody who's been big and that is now skinny, they will choose being smaller and healthier every single time. Ain't nobody talking about, oh, I'm big and I eat whatever I want and I'm I'm just cool and happy. That's the biggest myth and the biggest lie. That's a lie. That's a big ass lie. Because then people I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Respectfully, yo, I'm not only yo, I'm not only a client, I'm a president. Like, I'm just letting you know, like, yo, 
I'm telling you this respectfully because me personally, right? I just had a baby. Prior mm -hmm. to my baby weight, I was a bad bitch, okay? My booty was looking really good. My stomach was slim. I was really good. I was very confident. Now I'm not that thing just like I have a pudge because I just had a baby, okay? And you know, whatever. But I'm eating whatever I want to eat. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm feeling myself in that aspect. But when I'm eating and I'm chilling, like I'm happy, right? But when I go on social media and I see all these other girls and I'm like, damn, like they're slim. They got big asses. They got a slim waist. I'm like, damn, like I want, it's only in that moment that I'm unhappy with myself. But when I'm eating the food that I'm eating and I'm enjoying it, I'm happy. I don't give a freak. I'm happy with myself. But the moment that I go on social media and I see other chicks, other Instagram models, and the way that they look, that's the only time I feel unhappy. But, but what about when I'm, eating, when I'm eating the food that I like, I really do not care. But what about yeah, what about that in between don't time mistake, though? Don't say comfort for some don't you're mistaking you being comfort. That's comfort food. Like you're eating your comfort food rather than being the best version of yourself. Well, and that's let's what look at it like this. Hold on. But listen, let's look at it like this. When we talk about males. The reason that you got a lot of these men with these images is because that's what women want to look at, right? Michael B. Jordan is not the best. That Michael B. Jordan is not the best actor, but he gets roles because they know that he has a phone. Mostly women want to look at him. It's the truth. Like there's there's a there is a bias between people who are smaller and who are bigger. Look at point, point of reference. I was just about to say all the big black men that you see is either wrestling or doing something violent or they're rappers you don't see no big black men you don't see no big black men in the media i'm probably the only one big black men in me me and roland martin that's it <laughs> you don't see Wait, you and who roland i want to say that roland's big there's so, plenty of bigger people out here these days especially men yeah. that don't describe themselves like that there definitely is even if they're not putting themselves out there on social media they're out there. And just because, like, for example, Martin Lawrence, like, he's not a hefty dude, but he's definitely bigger than what he was when he was playing Martin. You don't think he's happy, like, when he's eating? You don't think no, he's happy, like, no. when he's family? No, I think, I think, no, I think he would, I think Hold if he on. had a choice, if you had a choice, which a lot of us do, if you had a choice to be either bigger or smaller, you would choose to be healthier every time. It's oh, just I your, your mindset. Yes. Period. I would choose hold to be on. happy without the stereotypes. Hold on, hold on. I wanna. But I wanna. Who, but I wanna, my thing is, who creates the stereotypes? It's not men out them. here. Media, rap music. I mean, mm. sorry, not rap music, but music in general. Okay, music, social media. Those are what creates the stereotypes. Because when people are seeing that, if, if people are constantly talking. For example, Fashion Nova, look at all their models, except for now that they created a Fashion Nova curve. Even then, look at all the models. Those are That's for women, though. Talk, we're talking about men. Look at what rappers are thinking about, even country, whatever yeah, genre. Talking about, we're talking about men. We're talking about men, bigger, okay. bigger men. Well, we don't really talk about, you know what? We don't really talk about men in rap music. That's what we're doing now. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, do what? It. I'm gonna talk about men, and I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna change the narrative. Wait, I have a quick question though, Jesse. Before you do that, because your point of reference—I don't think your point of reference is fair. I think your point of reference being while you're eating, 
how you feel while you're eating, it may be an unfair reference because that's only like a small percentage time-wise of the day. I think anytime you're doing the guilty pleasure isn't your overall feeling about the guilty pleasure. It's after it's done and it's an hour later and then you're left amongst yourself, right? Is how do you feel about that? And then also, just like we can even kind of take away social media because that's also, you know, depending on who you are, a small portion of your day. So it's not about what you're doing when you're doing the guilty pleasure or when you're feeling guilty on social media. Those are the two extremes. The bigger portion of life lies in the middle and how you feel during that time. You know what I'm saying? Bigger, and then I think that's where feel the way you feel. Bigger, bigger like men that? are not because you can be traveling the world and eating the best foods. You can be at home eating the best foods, but why do you feel like oh damn? I feel guilty for like eating this. I'm not in my best shape. Why do you feel like that? Why? Because of the way the media portrays like how you're supposed no. societal norms. You exactly. can be big. That's the same thing. No, but, but the thing is, we're not gonna just we're not gonna we're not gonna just blame that. Like my thing is, like I grew up with this shit, so it's like, yo, we're not gonna just blame social media, like, and just be like, oh, well, that's the reason. Well, first of all, if you had a choice, and we're talking about dating, if you had a choice to go with a dude who's in shape or a dude who's bigger. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna go for the dude that's bigger. Why? Don't tell me don't think about why? no personality. Why, TJ? Why? Why? Because of what Be media shows you're supposed to look like. No, because of no, because of no, because I'm of preference, if we're gonna be honest. If we're gonna be honest. The media was showing that bigger people were like more attractive than that was in, and that's what everybody was gonna try to look like. But because the media shows that being slim and having Crack is in, and that's why everybody wants to look like. That. But isn't it? But the thing is, it's supply and demand. Where's the demand for it? It's. I was gonna say, but you guys are there's saying no, but that's the thing. There's no demand for it because you have the more in shape people, right? If they had a choice, you don't think there's talented people out there that are that are that are big, but they, but people equate, oh. If you're big, you get typecasted. Oh, you either get you know the sassy role. You're the best friend. You're the this. You're never a sex symbol. You're never you, you're not because guess what? Because it is not just, because they're gonna be like, oh, that's not relatable. Even if you look at a show, Insecure. Remember, I came on this podcast and I was like, yo, they had a show where she was dating, where she was having sex with a bigger dude, and it was like hush hush, like oh my god, oh I can't believe I'm having sex with this bigger dude. Or or when they talk about referencing big dudes. And and sex, it's always like, oh, like Nicki Minaj said, oh, big, big, uh, he's like a big dude huffing and puffing, like as if big dudes can't fuck. Like, so these are the things that are being perpetuated out there, and these people get the opportunities. Like, there's a like, I just don't like the the standard that, oh, well, you don't have an advantage if you are in shape, health or uh, in shape or healthier, rather. Or if you are a beautiful woman, of course, there's you have a, a more of an advantage in this world. But it doesn't just rest on well, it's because of what's because of social media and the media portrays it. Yeah, it has a part to that. It has a part to it, but there's no de but there's no demand. For, there's no demand for it. Speaking of, I just want to throw this out there before we before we move on because I know this is be an abbreviated show. Marlon Wayne's actually came out. And it was like he too is joining the movement because he Not said he's got to clarify huh? that, brother. I said, I said clarify that. I didn't come. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Marlon Wayans came out and said that he's having a uh, body positive. He's going more body positivity. He's going to get himself uh, in shape. All I'm saying is all of that as someone who's been all that whole, you can be a bigger person and you can sit there and be confident in who you are and your abilities or whatever. But this whole like, I'm just going to eat whatever I want and I'm happy. And I think that that Lizzo shit that what Lizzo does. No, there's stuff internally. There's stuff internally going on that makes you do that. And I'm telling you, I'm I, speaking do that. I do that, TJ. I do. Um, that. Yeah, I mean, you're not big. <laughs> you're not big. According to you, but according to my normal body weight, let me tell you something. In high school, I was 100. You say you're not a part of this tribe. Oh my Stop. god! You're you can't. You can't. Just, you can't. You can't. Perspective, but from my mind. Yeah. Somebody who was 120 pounds and now that I'm 150 pounds, that's a big difference. That's a huge difference. From being, from being pre-mom to post-mom, it's a big difference. The way I was before to the way I was now, it's a big difference. So obviously to bigger people, it might not be like, oh, come on, girl, like, shut up. Like, you're really, it's not that serious. I know how that feels because now... There's people that I see that look good and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the gym. Oh my gosh, I need to work out. And I'm like, I'm just like, you don't need to do that because you look good. From my eyes, they look good. But from their eyes, they don't. So from other people, like people be like, damn girl, like you already bounced back. Like you look good. But from my eyes, no, I don't. Because I know what I could look like. So I know what I could look like. So just say, okay. so essentially what I'm saying, is what I was, this, this all circles back. What you're going through mentally is what I was saying Will Smith is going through. They're comparing. He's comparing himself to who he was. You're comparing yourself to who you were. No matter what No matter what everyone else says, it doesn't matter because you've seen your quote-unquote peak. And it doesn't matter what social media is telling you if you look good X, Y, Z. If you know you can do better or if you know you was built like X, Y, Z, that is where your goal and where your mindset is going to be. It's about how you feel. It's not just exactly. not just social media. It's an everyday thing. It's a difference between it's a difference between how people interact with you on a daily basis. Like this is like a real thing. And I think just putting it off on social media is just irresponsible because it's a microcosm. No, because this yeah, is why microcosm. Listen to what society. I'm saying. Because if it wasn't for social media, even I me personally. The only reason why I feel discontent with the way I look is because of that bounce back culture. It's because of, oh, damn girl, like, look at you. Like, you already bounced back. You just had a baby. And look, you mm. look that good da, 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 on social media. But if it wasn't for that, if people were glorifying the post body baby weight, mm. I would have been fine. Like, I would have been fine with the way I look. Like, I wouldn't care because when I'm eating something that I like, when I'm drinking, when I'm doing whatever I want, I'm happy. I'm happy. But when people place that, oh, like, you know, this is how you're supposed to look, that's the only reason why I feel the way I feel. But yeah, you know, I get, I, yeah, I finally get it. But now after listening to everybody, I disagree because I, I feel like it's people who look good and still somebody can tell. I mean, it's people who um who look good and everybody can praise them. Mm -hmm. But it still may not feel good in the inside, right? Or like, right. 
So, so I'm just saying, like, even if, you know, even if people were praising you with the way that you look, to you that may help, but to somebody else, they still may hate themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. then that then social media no longer plays a role. It's just what they're dealing with themselves personally. But why do you feel like that? Think about it. Why do you feel like I that? Think, I feel it like may be a reason, but we know it's not social media. Okay, then maybe let's not place the blame on social media. Because just you have not been big your whole life. That's that's what's crazy to me about your stance is that you have not been big. You have not been big your whole life. You're a gorgeous. You're a gorgeous girl. There's plenty of dudes on your social media. No, no, no. TJ, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Because I let everybody talk, and I let everybody tell me as a big person, and tell me as a big person what the plight is of big people. That's what's no, crazy. No, we're not saying that. We're not saying that. All I'm saying is don't invalidate what she's going through because you, no, you, but you know, know what it sounds attacking. like? No, no. But as a bigger person, you know what it sounds like? It's like when you tell him, when a white person is just like, yeah, I too, I too am oppressed. I go through things too. And we're like, wait, wait a minute. You look like somebody's uh, after picture. Like you're like you're it's a goal, right? You look like somebody's goal. And I'm not trying to downplay you. But what I'm trying to say is. It's the social media aspect of it. It's not about, well, because of social media. It's like this shit happens when you're bigger. It happens from when you are a child in school. Like it it happens from that young. It's a psychological mind fuck every day about being big and being told that you're lesser than than being big. Not because you had you were you had a baby and you're pregnant. There's spaces for that where people are like, okay, and yes, there is a bounce back culture. But when you are consistently big and you've been big your whole life, and you don't and there's no and you don't rap. And you don't, you're not out here flossing money. You are not accepted by society, and it has nothing to do with so with with social media. I'm telling you that when you grow up, when people say representation matters, how much representation as a young as a young bigger black man? There's been there was rarely any representation for me to actually look up to. There's there's none. And then when we go into the dating scene or whatever, you are always told that you are lesser than. Like, so it's not just, well, because of, you know, social media, but the demand is the demand. Most of most consumers are women. Right. So if you want to change the narrative, which you alluded to Rihanna and some of these other folks want to do, then do it totally. But when you see the Michael B. Jordans and the Idris Albas and stuff, those are the dudes that get the shine. But bigger people are always put into this comical, funny type of box. That's that's what it's real. That's what it's really like. Like it's a no. TJ, I agree with you. In order for you, in order for you to want to get in shape, right? You have to do it for yourself, and you have to actually change your mindset. And you want to know a secret? Do you want when bigger people are trying to lose weight and they're in the gym, they remember all of that shit. Every sly comment, every little backhanded whatever, every fat shame comment, all that shit when you're in the gym, that replays in your in your in your mind. That it's the truth. So it and it ain't and it ain't just like, oh, I went on social media and I and I and I saw and I saw a picture. It's no, it's like you're seeing what, and that's what these companies are seeing. They're seeing who these people gravitate towards. And that's the in shape buff dude. It ain't, it ain't about it ain't about just happenstance. There are people who have been big since birth and have go through this since elementary school 
and there wasn't no social media back then. Yeah, right. Well, TJ. Right. But can we also reverse it and talk about skinny people and how skinny people get the same type of backlash, whether you believe it or not? Let me tell you something. I grew up a skinny girl my whole life, 100 pounds, 120 pounds, my whole life. Listening to people say, damn, like, you need some meat on your bones or like, like, like you don't look like you eat. And I know that you may not feel like it's the same type of thing, but me personally, I can tell you growing up as a skinny girl, like that shit hurt. That shit hurt because like me personally, I was always trying to gain weight. I remember walking in Brooklyn when I was super skinny, like you don't even understand how skinny I was. And I will even like my family gave me the nickname Olivia. And if you watch Popeye, Popeye with the spinach man and his skinny girl Olivia, like that's how I grew up. Olive oil? Olive oil. Olive oil, yes. So they call me Olivia. They used to call me Olivia. That's still my nickname. Long arms, long legs, super, super skinny. Mm -hmm. I would walk in the streets of Brooklyn and I remember like walking and there would there would be people behind me like, oh, that's what no ass looks like. Like there would people be like legit be making fun of me because of how skinny I was. But that's not by choice. That was my genetics. That's how I looked. And people talk shit about skinny people just as much as they talk about big bone people. Look at Koyla That's Ray. bullshit. That's not true. Look that at Koyla Ray. Are you serious, CJ? Look at Koyla <laughs> Ray. Look at Koyla Ray. Everybody talks shit about her right now because of how skinny she is. Everybody's talking shit about her. Okay? When you Don't were younger, like, when you yeah, were younger, when you were younger, let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? I agree with you. Big bone people do get... Big bone is a myth. All our bones is the same. That's okay. a myth, too. You know what I mean. <laughs> people talk shit about them, period. But skinny people, it's the same thing. There's skinny people out there trying to gain weight, and they can't gain weight, and people talk shit about them. And for somebody who hasn't been through that experience, you're not going to understand. But well, I so do for them. Before, so, all right. Yeah, before, before. Let me ask you. Can I have a no, question? DJ, hold on. Before, I want to ask a question. Before we do this, though, Wait. before we do this, before we do that, TJ, I just want to say that I want everyone's, I want everyone to understand that it's, that it's kind of like that. Anytime you're dealing with something internally, right, mm -hmm. um, a lot of times it is hard to see outside of your experience. It's also kind of like the uh, question, what's heavier, 50 pounds of, of feathers or 50 pounds of pennies, right? It's both yeah. 50 pounds. At the end of the day, right? Yeah. So we have to be we have to be conscious of that. So um, now, of course, like I said, a lot of times if you're dealing with something internally, it may be hard to to uh, look externally and see how a percentage wise percentage wise uh, things are being portrayed. Ex, you know, just from a societal point of view. And and three, I also want you guys both to remember TJ. And just say is that I do believe that there's like what a, a eight year, a eight year um, age difference, right? Eight years, something like that. So TJ, when you, so your first thoughts are way before social media. You've lived in a society without social media, so social media is going to be secondary when you're talking I'm about. It ain't like I'm that old. I'm, I'm yeah, talking. I said the difference. No, no, I said like, no, no, no. But listen, let's be let's be real though. Eight difference is like that is a generation. Let's be. So what I'm saying is your experiences are oh, you more. Who though? Huh? 
Eight years older than who? Eight, six to eight years older than Jesse? Am I am I wrong? No, you, you, stop it. Yes. I'm not going to sit here and let you act like I'm her senior. No. Like, <laughs> listen, listen to me get into my point. What I'm saying is that you you have more life experience, you know, being outside and the perception being molded before social media. No, right? I just did PJ, my whole I, life and I, I know how it, I know what's going on. I that's that's literally what I said. But what I'm saying is someone who is younger, who's when you're saying social social norms, social media is their social norms. No, I just no. My issue and no, you're getting it wrong. My position, my position with Jess is is this: as much as she was getting, as much as you were getting teased, or you said you were getting teased for being being skinny, you would choose being skinny. 10 times over than being a big girl growing up. So the oppression, the oppression and the the oppression and 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 all and 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 the name calling and stuff, it's not the same. The opportunities is not the same. You get passed over. Get pa can I can I can I talk? Go ahead, go ahead. You, get, you get passed over for job opportunities. You get you get categorized as lazy your work ethic ain't good ain't good enough you can't do this you can't you're oh you're big you're not healthy you're oh you don't care about yourself you neglect yourself D to to say that oh someone who's smaller or who's skinnier it's the same type of thing as someone who's big in this in this culture in this society it's not the same i'm telling you it's not the same well i'll say i'll say this that it may not be the same like alan was saying externally but internally y'all could be going through the same thing 100%. like people one person could be having this is very all this is basically all bodies matter this is that's what, what this no, sounds, sounds like no, all feelings matter. matter all feelings matter yeah all feelings matter. matter one person going through depression because their mom died it could be a very similar situation with another person going through depression because they feel like they don't love themselves i feel like it's still depression no no doctor is saying like, well, let me take precedent over the person whose mom died. And I feel like in a situation like this, society's, society may have been saying like, well, let me take precedent as far as who we're going to body shame is going to be uh, bigger people or who we're going to oppress is going to be black people versus white people or, you know, bigger people versus skinny, skinnier people or whatever it may be. But internally, people could still be suffering the same. And that's that's all that I'm saying. Like, I feel like you know, your point is very valid. You feel like if you are a certain weight, you get treated differently. That's a whole different scenario than saying, but you can't feel like me because yeah, you're exactly. because you're not me. No, and it's no like, what I'm saying, it's it's, it's the same excuse, but I can have certain those same those similar feelings like you. No, when but the thing is, exactly. is if there is a, if there is a culture and a system designed for you to succeed, that's the difference. It's just like when dark skinned women say, Well. A, a light skinned girl will say, "Well, I'm too oppressed because I got I don't fit in with white people. I don't fit in with black people. I'm light skinned." But yet, still, a dark skinned girl will get passed over for light skinned girls because of the European standards that we have in this country. And then we and then when we look and when we look at that and we look at the uh, light skinned versus dark skinned, but the system is designed for this for one particular person to to. Uh, to to strive and flourish, right? So it's not so, so both saying, things you can you both can things say, can be true though. You said what? Both things can be true. Like yes, the system is not is designed for the fair skinned woman to thrive, but I'm not gonna sit here and tell her she can't feel. 
the way she feels. No, my responsibility to tell someone who's smaller, who is aesthetically pleasing to the eye, that you're that the, the plight is not the same. It's just not the same. It's not like there's certain privileges that you get for being aesthetically beautiful and being smaller than you would a girl who's grew up who was big. Like it's just not the same. Correct. You may think it is because you've never actually been in there. But if you happen to have been in there and actually felt it, and you won't because you've actually never been hefty, hefty, hefty. If you have been, you would be like, oh, shit, I can tell the difference. No, I yeah. What you're saying, Jesse is saying the same thing. Like, you have no idea what it felt like for her to be skinny. And it's just like, you can't take that away from her. Exactly. You don't want to have an idea of how you felt about it. That's you. That's your story. You keep that. But you can't take away her story just because you don't know how. No, she can have the story. But just don't be like, oh, it's the same. And it's because okay, it's, it's not the same. Okay, okay, maybe it's not the same, but both feelings are valid. Period. Correct. Correct. Period. But, um, speaking of body positivity, before before we I'm leave, just stretch um, my lips. Now, before before we leave, and just in case you got people here that's that's yeah. not actually watching us, I just wanted to let y'all know um, that Giovanni has mad shoulder out right now. Hey, his mad that. shoulder. It's the only light. one shoulder though. The lights have been showing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, she, she can't she she ready. Ready. I, I, Yeah, as the kids say, she needs the assignments. Bone showing and stuff. Y'all talking about, I'm like, well, my bone's showing. No, no, she got, it's mad collarbone, mad elbow. Mad she, she knew the assignment, as the kids say. <laughs> with the Kentucky Derby 5,000 hat. Hi, Do you hear me? It's May. <laughs> yeah, and speaking and speaking of May, May is Mental Health Awareness Month for those who 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 uh, don't know it. And the Soapbox Podcast collectively, as you can see, we all need to. Um, we have committed to mental health awareness, making sure that we are all uh, everybody is all good and healthy. Giovanni um, is definitely going to hit us up with some definitions because we really want people to take this conversation um, to heart. Pass not just in the month of May, but as you go forward. And this is something as we do with domestic violence awareness that we want to continue to uh, promote and have conversations based upon uh, mental health. So, Giovanni, go ahead. Take it away. Yeah. Um, you know, just going back, not necessarily all the way back to the conversation, but I do. I do like it is very hard for a lot of people who go through things mentally sometimes to talk about it because their problem may not be. Um, as crucial as what other people may go through in life, you know, like a lot of times people stay in relationships that they are not happy with because they was told that you make it work unless you get in drag, you know, and it's just like, well, the other side of it, I'm, you know, I'm not happy. I don't want this relationship. Um, people have kids with people who they don't want to be with. They think that's the right thing to do, but mentally they, they aren't happy or a person isn't making them feel happy. So, and I just say that to say that, you know, figure out what it is that brings a balance to your life and don't, you cannot compare that to other people's situations because some people's situations do carry more weight than your situation may carry. But if it is affecting your mental health and you feel like it is something that's bothering you, then you, you have every right to address that issue. Um, and you should be able to tell somebody about it without feeling like it isn't about it. 
So with that being said, I just wanted to talk about some signs of um, mental illnesses or mm -hmm. maybe signs of depression. And it can be very simple. It could it the definition can be simple, but it can still be a big thing. So if I just say feeling sad or down, I don't want you to think like well, everybody feels sad or down, but it's just like, yeah, you know, it's levels to it. Feeling sad and down every time you wake up in the morning, you crying. Or if you had a red light and somebody beat the horn because it turned green, you know, they waiting on you and then you you freaking out having an anxiety attack, crying, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Yeah. Those are really signs you know pay attention to uh, confuse things or a reduced ability to concentrate, excessive fears, or worries, or guilt. Guilt is a big one. I feel like a lot of people carry guilt, not the guilt like I slept, like somebody saying, "Oh, I slept with somebody that was you know high school type stuff," but guilt like I don't deserve to be on this first earth because of whatever reason and or guilt like I made a mistake this one time and now I never can forgive myself people really do be dealing with guilt um extreme changes highs and lows you're good one day you're not good the next day people call you wishy-washy maybe it's not just your personality maybe it's really something going on that you need to try to release um, if anybody is experiencing withdrawals from friends and activities, like you just all of a sudden shut down or you feel like nothing is, everything is everybody else's problem and not yours. And, and granted, here, here's, here's the thing, and y'all can say something too about this, but I feel like, and I don't know if it's just, I feel like we, I feel like. Um, our generation, TJ, everybody, everybody, everybody has this um, idea that you can't be happy or you can't have the things that you want unless you get away from people. And if a person, you know, they take too long to text you back, cut them off. Like everybody have like this attitude, like. People, people not really for you and get rid of people. And I think it's it's causing a lot of relationships to end faster than they need to. It's causing a lot of people to feel like they have all these haters and all this type of stuff, and that's not really the case. Do y'all feel like that's generation is happening right now, where it's just like everybody thinks somebody is sipping haterade? Uh, I think that, I mean, I'm one of the people, like, if – I tend not to put people in position to fail in my life. So I don't put certain expectations on people. Like if you're a, like a close friend and I hit you, and I hit you up, like I'm big on that, on the text message thing. Like I'm that that's something that if I'm hitting you up and I don't hear from you and you, and I text you, and I don't hear from you for like days or whatever, then that's, that's the issue or whatever. But if I, but it depends on the context of it. Like if I know you're in business and you got things going on, everybody's got going things going on in, in life and everything. But I think where it really comes from when it comes to when it talk about mental health and and people's perception, I think especially when we're talking about relationships, I think it's hard for you to for people to have. I think we just live in a society of a lack of accountability. Like no one wants to be accountable to anybody. So if if I tell you something, if I tell you something about yourself and you don't like it. Well, nine times out of 10 in the dating world, there's about five other dudes that's just telling you in the ecosystem what you want to hear. So who are you going to really feed into? You're going to feed into me who's trying to build with you and tell you, hey, I don't like this. 
or you're going to listen to the five dudes that's out here telling you what you want to hear just so that they could sleep with you. And that's where people get into uh, the problem. And we have and we live in a society of instant gratification. So if whatever's in front of me is not giving me that validation, or that gratification, then I'm going to avoid looking, dealing with the my reflection in the mirror. So I rather go and gravitate towards things of people that are going to, I guess, either validate me or to boost my ego. And so that I think that's in our generation. That's where we're really uh, we're dealing with a lot of that. Yeah. So it's important. So it's important to keep people around you who are not only telling you what you need to not telling you what you want to hear, but telling you what you what you need to hear in order for you to become a complete uh, individual. And I think you got a lot of half ass individuals walking around this <laughs> walking around this earth right now who are got, you know, there there's a lot of smoke being blown up in their uh, in their heads. And that's just yeah, on that. Huh? I don't know why, but that is very, I'll say it's good timing, divine timing that you mentioned that because literally one of my prayers today, like when I was, I was talking to God and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Even though sometimes it feels uncomfortable growing in the direction where I feel like I should grow, yeah. that's what I have to do. And even though I, even though it makes me, um, I feel like it makes me uncomfortable to see other people not growing who I am close with. But I understand, yeah. like, you get to where you need to go. And if they, you know, feel like it's not if growth in a certain area is not really where their mindset is. That's that's nothing for you to deal with. That's you can't take things personal with, with what somebody else wants to do with their lives. Correct. But I think accountability is big. Um, you know, a lot of times. If your morals are different than someone else's and you, you know, you think that it's a, an accountability issue as far as where I feel like my standard should be and where yours is. then hey, it's just like, like you said, you, you just got to alternate the circle a little bit and things out. But um, that's a good point. Yeah, we, we can't we can't continue to put, you know, and that's you'll disappoint yourself by trying to put everybody in the same box. Everybody is not. The same. You got to deal with people on an individual basis, even with communication. Right. Like so even the way I communicate with you all individually on the pocket, like I can't. There's certain things that I can say that Alan would take um, in a certain way because we have a rapport that I can say or have that rapport with you all or whatever. Like we have a different sort of connection. I think that's what whether it's in business or whether it's in uh, whether it's in relationships. And I think, you know, when we go back to when we talk very off to the topic of mental mental health, you want to put people around you that are pouring into you. And I think a lot of times we have people can get fatigued because they're pouring into so many individuals Oof. that their cup, their cup is empty. And I think when their cup is empty and there's nobody to replenish them, then you run into self-doubt, depression, you know, having certain anxiety and you know, we have to become in a society, not to be preachy, but, you know, and I'll just talk to my own about my own self first, is that you have to understand your pathway, your pathway being the culture, the culture you were raised, how you how are you were raised, um, yeah. and what made you, what's your makeup, what made you you? And I think even in the relationship aspect, people aren't putting in the time to do that, to figure out the pathway. So when somebody does something that they don't like, they're like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, OK, so I'm just go. Yeah, because people will do, I read in a book one time where they told me that people will do more to 
avoid a conflict or to avoid pain than to be dealt with, to deal with reality, right? So, um, so yeah, just be cognizant. But I do want to say that we have the number uh, down below on our ticket for those who are listening to us on our streaming services or watching us on YouTube, which you guys should definitely subscribe to. It's a mental health hotline. It's called 1-800-273, that's my dyslexia, sorry. 1-800-273-TALK, which is 8255. It's a 24-hour crisis center, or you can text MHA uh, to 741741. And if you need to speak with someone, uh, they are there. Uh, Make sure that you're, and also um, there are a lot of mental health professionals that are also doing virtual coaching sessions online. So you don't, and a lot of them, If here's something that people don't know. A lot of them are scale-based, right? So if you are unemployed, I know a lot of people are going through unemployment. Um, if you, it's based upon your income. So you may say, oh, I can't afford mental health services. Well, you can find someone who will do a Zoom call with you for an hour or 30 to 45 minute session that will that you would have to pay them based upon your income. You would just have to prove whatever your income is and you'll be able to actually talk with someone. So that's something that I would implore uh, people to do. I've talked to a mental health uh, counselor. I've done in-person sessions. I've done other sessions and it's, it's definitely helped me uh, a lot. I've done classes. Um, really trying to um, be committed to becoming a complete uh, human being and a complete individual. And so that if you can have a healthy relationship with yourself, then you will be able to cultivate other healthy relationships uh, with other people. Jessa. Does it also apply to like mothers who are going through postpartum depression? Uh, I don't, I don't know, but I'm sure that if you look up, so when I look up mental health therapists, Usually when you they have a profile, they show their credentials of what their expertise is. Like there are some mental health experts who their their expertise is sexual identity. Right. And I know we didn't get a chance to talk about that conversation with uh, Caitlyn Jenner and, and uh, the transgender girls in, in in sports. But there's like uh, they talk about sexual orientation. They talk about, you know, adolescents, juveniles. So I'm sure if you just research hard enough. Um, you will find someone who is tailor-made. And that's what, it, what it's like. Actually, finding a mental health therapist is, is very much like dating because they're not all the same. Like you won't yeah. always have a rapport with the person who's talking because I'm, quick story, I talked to somebody, a mental health counselor, and, and you know, just because I, I interviewed them. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm looking to get a mental health counselor and I'm thinking, and she was just too positive for me. And that doesn't work. She was just like, well, I'm so glad you called. You did such an awesome job. It was just amazing. Oh, and, and what are you, and who are you? And then as I said, it was just very, it was just too much positive reinforcement. And I can't, I need somebody to just be like, cut the shit. <laughs> like that's something that works for me. So it's all depends on who, who or what you need. Go ahead, Jesse. And it can also be, and I'm, I don't like to bring race into like everything, but it can also be a race thing. Right. Because you might have a therapist who cannot relate to you. Me personally, like when I sought out mental health um, help, my therapist, she didn't relate to me. So like a lot of the things that I was talking about, like she didn't really understand. So she's like, she was advising me to do things. And it was like, well, this doesn't really align with my culture. So it really doesn't make sense to me. So I feel like that's another important thing. Like if you find 
if you find a therapist or someone who doesn't really match with who you are or like yeah. what your values and morals are, don't be afraid to just change that path until you find somebody who can, you know, relate to you. Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, one last thing I will I will say on the mental health uh, topic is when you are when you go see a counsel, one of the things that we're not mental health professionals. So you guys make sure you call the number, seek out mental health. I'm just speaking from my experience. But when you have, when you go talk to a mental health uh, counselor, one of the main things they tell you is basically you have to seek out an accountability partner, someone who's going to know you through and through someone who's going to not even through and through, but someone that can help. Like if you say something like as a, as a man, one of my principles is, is like, if you say, say you're going to do something, then you do it. And if you can't, then you explain to the people who you let down, why you can't do certain, do certain things, but keeping your word and having integrity is really big. So sometimes you need to have that person in your circle because a lot of times some, not only self doubt, but we'll have, that that self of making excuses, that not making excuses for your condition or or making excuses, even when we're talking about going to the gym or working out, we talked about that earlier. You need someone to be like, hey, you need help. Hey, do you, you know, what can I do? What can I do for you? Or for somebody to be like, get your shit together. That's big. And I think a lot of times we see a lot of um young professional athletes or some people doing that, you got so many or 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 musicians or, or um, people in entertainment that get through in these trouble, um, you're like, you don't, you, you see that they don't have the people around them. You got a whole bunch of yes men just giggling and laughing, but uh, you know, and laughing at all your corny jokes, but no one is actually there for you. And, and, and so um, I would, I know we're going to transition to more of the story, but I would implore everybody to seek those people out um, and try to identify. That's one of the first steps. Try to identify um, who those individuals, who those individuals are. Um, yo, let's hit it. Let's get to more little story. I'm gonna start with uh, uh, Jesse. I'm gonna go ahead and start with you. What's your moral of the story? My moral of the story is fuck social media. Fuck. Social media. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something. Social media will have you thinking that you need to go get a BBL, that you need to go get a tummy tuck, fuck that. If you're happy with yourself and you're taking care of yourself the best that you can, then that's what you focus on. Yes, it is important to be healthy. It is important, especially if you have a history of diabetes, hypertension, all of that, to be aware of that. But fuck social media. If social media is telling you or making you feel like you need to go get a BBL, which is a Brazilian butt lift, where they take fat out of other places, out of your body, and put it into your butt so you have a slimmer waist and a bigger ass, um, or making you feel like you just had a baby, you have loose skin, and you need to get a tummy tuck. If social media is making you feel like that, fuck that. If you're happy with the skin that you're in, please do not conform to what social media is telling you you need to look like. Be happy with who you are. Eat what the fuck you want to eat. Period. And that's it. Okay? Sorry. You know what? I should not be using all these bad words. <laughs> I'm just, like, really passionate about what I'm saying because 
when it comes to social media, I'm sorry, but I truly feel like social media has a big influence, especially on the younger generation. And I feel like younger girls now who haven't had babies, who are going to have babies and are going to feel insecure about their bodies should know this. Be happy in the skin that you're in and know that that bounce back culture is not necessarily for everybody. Yes, some women can bounce back just like this, but other women, it takes a longer time and that's okay. Just be happy with yourself, trust the process. And when you're ready to go back in the gym, you go back in the gym. But in the meantime, be happy with yourself, be happy with your baby and that's it, period. Word. Uh, Alan York, what's your, what's your moral of the story, my man? Oh, man. Uh, nothing too crazy. I mean, uh, for me, the more of the story just between the conversations and, uh, you know, within the pod and externally outside the pod and just looking at things, it's really important for us to know that we are more alike than we are different. You know what I'm saying so we are more alike than we are different. Love each other. Be kind to each other. Because at the end of the day, who would have knew that me and Will Smith had the same abdomen in 2021. Me and Will Smith are more alike than we are different. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the more of my story. We're more alike than we are different. Be kind to each other, love each other, and um, you know, enjoy the rest of your single de mayo. Word, word, word. Giovanni, what's your moral little story? And please tell us about your new project and all that other stuff. We, you know, let us, let us, let us in. Don't be selfish. Let us know. You know what I mean? And the shot. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, so no. We're gonna do wide shot for Giovanni's shoulder for for all the for all the likes. Get, there you go. For me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have a new business page. It's gonna be at J U S P B O I N G. H-E-R, just doing her official um, Instagram page, literally just doing her official um, Instagram page. And I still have the Just Giovanni page, but I decided to move over the business aspect of what I'm trying to do as far as making sure that um, women are just uplifted, inspired, feeling good about themselves, self-love, self-care, that whole routine. And so I started this new page. Males and women have followed me, so you know it's, it's, it doesn't discriminate against anybody. But my moral of the story is a couple of things. Um, because I have a speaking engagement coming up this weekend, Woo-hoo. one to tell myself um, constantly leading up to that speaking engagement is to take time to myself and to own everything that I believe in and own who I am. Like, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid that when you start to grow and when you want better or or if you feel like, you know, this is me, love it or hate it, all of that stuff. I feel like whatever your whatever side you want, own it. Be responsible for it. If you want to lose weight, do that. If right. you feel like, you know, I, I, I don't want to lose weight, I'm good just the way that I am, do that. But own it and just, you know, really just be able to embrace that part of you. Um, so my moral of the story is to be own who you are. All y'all writers, hosts, um, readers, comedians out there, and you afraid to say it out loud like I am this, say that. Because I am just Giovanni doing her. Period. And it's, you know, whatever it is, whoever I am, that's who I was called to be. A minister, speaker, writer, author, whatever. I'm going to be all of that. 
and I'm not really checking to see who uh, is against it. Word, 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 word. Hey, shout out to Giovanni. Giovanni, damn girl. Look, all that wine. Look, look, that's my moral of the story. When you're out here giving advice, when you're out here giving advice, talk about body shaming and you eating chicken wings and wine, getting drunk. Guess what? I'm happy. I'm happy. But I just wanted to say really quick, TJ, before you end it. And put emphasis on the ja. First, fix the name, Ja. And then, Giovanni. 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 Shout out to her. I'm going to smack you, TJ. I just want to say shout out to her, honestly. The hate crime. For the flawless skin, for the beauty within, inside and out. Um, Her teaching her, her teaching ladies to love themselves inside and out. And let me tell you something. Putting yourself out there right now without a filter is really not easy. It's not. No, me being on the soapbox, soapbox podcast. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Me being on the podcast right now without a filter, it's just not easy because literally I can tell you right now that I put out is just a what is that noise? I'm sorry. I actually thought I pressed the the, um, the camera button, but I unmuted myself. You did it. Everybody's you did it. No, no, no. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead, Jesse. No, the people who've been drinking. Every single personally that I um, put out there, it's so hard to be like, oh, I'm gonna post a picture without a filter. It's like. Cause like you, you look at yourself. Me personally, I look you're at myself. Killing me, you be killing exactly. me. Okay. And I look at myself in the in the in the mirror, and I'm like, damn, like I'm pretty, like I look good. And then I take a picture, and I'm like, ew, like this shit looks ugly. Let me put a fucking filter on it because yeah, yeah. filter makes me feel like what I really feel like I look like. You know what I'm saying? But with this podcast, we cannot put filters. No filters. We put filters. We have to be our true raw selves. So. With that said, shout out to Giovanni, girl. Oh yeah, that's that Malbec talking. That's that Malbec talking. Giovanni. For real. That's the Malbec talking. Over that, like red, red wine. Shout out to her with her her flawless skin, her beautiful energy, and I feel like what you are inside. You project on the outside. Mm. Shout out to my co-host. I love you, girl. And you know, women you. all that girl, do your thing. All right. Thank you. Can I, can I do my moral of the story? Because me and you gonna be fighting after this podcast. Uh, my moral of the my moral of the story is make sure that you buy yourself a hard drive so that you can cut all the fat shaming clips that Jesse has said what? over the past. <laughs> This is my time. This is my time for my moral of the story, please. Thank you very much. Um, first of all, my moral of the story is, well, I want to make sure that we wish our co-host a happy Mother's Day, because that is coming up this week. Happy Mother's Day, and shout out to everybody. Make sure that you, uh, hopefully you have... Um, you know, Jesse has started her Mother's Day already with her, her, her sipping wine and <laughs> that <laughs> that but no, I, I will say this: we have some uh, some super uh, women that are on our our podcast. Um, I wouldn't trade y'all out. 
for anybody else. And I'm glad that we are back in full force because as you can see, we're much better as a unit than we are, are separated. And I do appreciate y'all. And I hope that y'all take some time out to yourselves, relax, some self-care, and always some self-love. So, you know, on behalf of the Soapbox Podcast, Alan, all the other good stuff, uh, we appreciate you ladies and have a happy Mother's Day. Uh, my moral of the story, uh, as far as, as it pertains to this episode, is this, simply, um, every day you need to work towards becoming the best version of yourself. And so whether that is trying to, and that's mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally. Um, so if you need, but you have to do the work, right? And that work is only between you and you. It's really not social media. It's really not, um, you know, any of these other factors. It's really between you and you have to look inward. It's it's hard, gut-wrenching, difficult fucking work. I can tell you that. Um, and it's not easy to um, to put yourself out there. And I can speak for myself. Like, there's a lot of opportunities where I felt, there were times where I felt like, yo, I want to be the face of this or face of that. There's nobody going to be, uh, you know, put a bigger black guy on the, uh, make them the face of their media, whatever. I don't rap. I don't do this. I don't have a whole bunch of, well, back then I didn't have money or whatever like that. So, you know, but there you go. So you go. So you got to create your own niche. Um, and give and yourself, I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, it's okay. Everybody can talk to my moral story. It's all right. Everybody, let's just. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just saying, you know, a part of that, rebuilding process you also got to give yourself some grace and recognize your growth and you know the areas where you have seen improvement and you have to have and just even though fixing up yourself is like work how they like to call it sometimes it's rest for some people sometimes it's the workaholics that need to cut back and be able to love yourself without that job or without that career, you know, without the likes and the comments on your social media. So sometimes it's rest and understanding like people will be okay if you take a break and come back when you're ready, you know, and, and I, and that's a big thing too. So yeah, the hard work, but also the part where it's like you working hard for yourself and not for other people. Period. And who cares if you lose followers, Lose followers. Lose the followers. ones who are loyal to you are going to stay. And then once you come back, them followers is going to come back full throttle. Period. Worry about you. 100%. Period. <laughs> oh, sorry, TJ. Did we just think? <laughs> <laughs> Look, my ass ain't going to tell y'all to, like Jesse, tell y'all to keep eating. And I'm not going to tell y'all to rest. Look, take your ass to the gym. <laughs> Every day, and even if you don't know what you're doing, just make sure you go and be consistent because consistency is key in this game and put in some work. Don't you take no rest. Oh, did you not take a vacation? You, ma'am, look, did you not take a vacation to rest? Yes, but when it's time to put in work for yourself, emotionally, yeah, 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 yeah. financially, make sure you are putting in the work and have work-life balance, which I was going to get oh, yeah. to, oh, okay. you know, but, but you know, okay. you know, but yeah, so, so uh, do that and try to become the best version of yourself. And if you need to do something, look, I'm not against, I always tell people, I'm not against any sort of, if you need to do just love, they say, love yours, make sure whatever you are doing, you're doing it for yourself because it makes you feel good, but don't, but 
any cosmetic or any sort of surgery or whatever. It only is going to make, like, if you're a shitty yeah, person. We ain't, ain't, ain't going to go there now. We ain't going to go there. We ain't, if we you're going to do cosmetic surgery, you, you, you want can to I, do it. It's can, I finish? Can, can, can I finish? Anything else is because you want to do it. We can can't I finish what I was saying? Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, when they ask you to start, when you when you have a vision of starting, my moral of the story is this: when you have a vision of starting your own podcast, so many people say they say they say, "Look, it's so much easier just having the TJ Legacy Show." But no, I said no. I need co-hosts. All right, I need because I want to hear their opinions all the time. I want to hear all their opinions. Oh no, no, let's, let's, you know, let's get them all in there. But nah, for real. I love y'all. Look, like, like I said, more of the story. Put in the work. Um, make sure that you are doing what you got to do for your for yourself to be the best version of you. Everybody else said everything else I was gonna say as they, as they jumped in and chimed in. But whatever that is, go get it and just put and just do that work. So for my enthusiastic co-host, which I'm, I act like I'm frustrated, but I'm really smiling inside and outside. I appreciate y'all. For Alan, for Jesse, for Giovanni, Soapbox Nation, for TJ Legacy, this is Soapbox Podcast. We are out. Peace. Oh my gosh, I hate this peace part because I feel like.